the Zed Run Gambling Podcast Breeding 2.0 Edition on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. back with another episode of the zed run gambling podcast i am your host the man in the desert scott bowser and you know what i'm gonna make this official um the, the wolf of oakland's out this week he'll be back uh next week for sure and but he's gonna be taking on more of a consigliere advisory uh um part-time role as he works on his other projects because his disc golf show is in the middle of the playoffs right now, and he's got a lot to do there. Which is, oh, it's a se- sentence I never thought I'd say. But so we're expanding the roster here and bringing on one of our favorite members of the SGPN family, full time as a co-host, Mr. Blake Meyer. Blake, welcome. Glad to have you aboard, buddy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back. I had a lot of fun last time. Yeah, dude, it was a great time. And you know, you're already a member. You're already on the payroll. It's like, let's make this work, baby. <laughs> Slide me right in. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is an easy uh, addition to the team. And uh, I'm really glad to have you on because, like, you've, you've kind of just, like, taken to this with the passion that I love. Like, and, yeah, let's bring that passion to the show. And, like, uh, some of the stuff you've done mathematically has been great so far. And I think we can uh, put our minds together and keep doing good stuff. So Yeah, I've had a lot of success lately. It'll be cool to be able to come on here and – yeah, talk you've, about it on you've had about four Griffin winners now. I think that's I'm really impressive. What I figure out. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get the fifth one today, but dude, I, I haven't had. Not... I have not had one yet, but for uh, I've I basically been breeding like full time. I would say I don't want to say full time, but like I've been actively breeding for three months now since I've acquired my Genesis in like May, and then I've been kind of doing them like every month with the. And uh, <laughs> I've had a third place Griffin every month. I mean, that's something. That's something. You're at least getting a little bit I'm of money. I'm getting back. something. I'm getting money, you know? <laughs> and it's like, all right. And this time I only did two horses. So I felt really good about the one that did. I was like, oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. You're really getting into the swing of things with this, you know? Like, where was that's what I've. That's what I felt with all the ones that I've won. I kind of get that feeling when I entered in the race. I'm like, I, I'm going to win this. Like, I, yeah. I don't care what other horses are in here. I'm going to win this. <laughs> and that's the attitude you need to have. Yeah. You know, like, let's say, let's face it. This is the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are the family, the Let It Ride family. We we will go. I will. I'd rather go down with the ship. I'm a real captain, you know. Like, Same. I would. I I'm am, here to win. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm like, I want to be like, I'm not here to finish six. I'm like, oh, wait, actually, if it's a top six, get paid, uh, let's think about <laughs> I'd that. I'd be okay with that. Maybe I could grind that out <laughs> for a while. I'm here to win a little bit of money back every time. But I do want to clarify things for uh, the listeners on this one, because it's. I say it's the breeding 2.0 edition. Now, most of us in the Zed world think of breeding 2.0 as the breeding 2.0 rollout. Um, that's not so much what this episode is. This is more of our, my updated takes on breeding since I've been more active, since I recorded our original breeding episode, which is just basically me just saying, hey, if you want to breed your horses, here's how you do it. You put this one in the barn <laughs> and have this one sick its horse dick and this one's horse pussy. And it goes off, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> God, man, we're <laughs> bringing the heat right away. Uh, and it begins it's a breeding episode you didn't think i was gonna say horse dick or horse pussy like just wait fully i fully expected it yeah just wait i mean by the end of this you'll have heard new words for fucking orifices and dongs that you've never even thought existed (laughs) trust me i got you guys covered on this one but um an educational episode but like i think that there's there was some pretty big news in zed this week where like um Fucking our boy Dan Shan had uh, um, Facunda Kirill from Zed Run on as a guest. I don't know if you managed to check out his Twitter spaces on that. I did not get a chance to check out. Now, when we finish recording, go check that out right now. And I almost want to say if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard it yet, when you're done listening to this episode, listen to that next. It's on Dan Shan's Twitter page at Spot on Parts. Um, 
Make sure you follow him too. He's got great Zed content all over there, and he's a good friend of the show. Beyond, I think next we'll have him on like next week. I'm pretty sure. So he uh, helped me price a horse on on Twitter. What's a that? Couple weeks ago, he helped me price one of my horses on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Yeah, hell yeah, he's a good guy like that, dude. Like, yeah, like uh, he always down to help out anybody in the community. Um, yeah. So still have so anyway, like, but the what was where was I at on that breeding? Uh, horse dicks, horse pussies. <laughs> You're talking about the Twitter spaces. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, but like Zed's aware of a lot of the problems in the class system and they're working to fix it in the next few months here. And from what I uh, gathered, like last week on the episode I did with BG, we talked about um, how the they dropped that screenshot of the head to head racing. And now we have yeah. six horse racing. And I think it's just a matter of time before party modes here. We're going to be able to do our custom race rooms with our friends where we play with our own pools against each other and have more fun that way where people can't really come in and shark us necessarily. And we'll, yeah. be, we'll definitely be doing rooms for all the listeners where we can all fuck around with each other and give each th- give each other our money. Give, give, <laughs> end up giving Dan, at the end of it, we'll all be giving Dan Chan our money. But it'll be fun. Like, it'll be fun as we do it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, so I'm excited at like, that on that spaces they did cover a few things um and i think it's worth going over some of the stuff and i think the biggest thing is worth going over is progression we know about decay within the game where the breeding decay and stuff mm-hmm. so we know that they've been building this kind of stuff but i love the idea of progression and it kind of goes hand in hand with with something else i want to talk about which is uh like coming up with like a power like an overall power score yeah. We're both, we both love playing like Madden. Uh, do you play MLB The Show? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Stop. So I, one thing I love about MLB The Show is how, like, when you get a prospect, it'll show you, like, his potential. Yeah. And then, But it'll also show you where they're at right now. Yeah. And there's always going to be guys that are, like, kind of lower ceiling, high, but they're, they're, they're already there on the floor kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Versus the guys who have the lower floor. But, man, the ceiling's incredible if, if, it, if, if everything lines up right. And I think it would be if cool. Everything clicks. Yeah, I mean, and I've always I've said this on the early shows where uh, where I would ask guests, do you think there's a sea biscuit out there, where like maybe someone didn't know how to get the most out of it, and someone else gets it, and it flips a switch, and yeah, and I think we might off. be able to get that now if if this progression thing works out, where it's like if you skillfully manage it the proper way, because um, I think there's just the more skill you can add to this game, the better. I agree. It helps people. It helps separate kind of the better players from everybody else, which, like all other games, there kind of needs to be a skill gap a little bit, well, not I, just like a, oh, I. I used to be really Genesis, into. I, the- I used to be really into Star Wars Commander, the mobile game. Like, <laughs> nerd alert! Um, no shame. But like, and I, dude, I was like one of the top like three thousand players in the world at one point on that. Like it was. Oh, shit. Um. Not to brag too hard, everybody, <laughs> but I kind of know how to play games. It's the um, nerd hour. But but the thing about that one was there was always guys in that that I called credit card warriors, where they were able to buy their way into bases and stuff, and not skillfully like attack and like mani- and, like tying yeah. their shit properly to do it like without having to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, and I and I'm not like I obviously dude because some of these genesis nakamoto's go for a hundred thousand dollars if you buy a hundred thousand dollar horse i 100 percent agree you should be able to make a shitload of money off that i agree <laughs> because I agree. my hundred dollar horses are worth nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> if your hundred thousand dollar horse is worth nothing like, like so agreed i i am way on board with that but i do the Hey, not to be too much of a, uh, you know, pinko commie here, but I do think we need to represent the 99% a little more than the 1% in terms of the gameplay. And, and on this Twitter spaces, Facundo definitely laid some of that, like, put to, like, they're working on that. They're working on a place to give more horses a place. And I do think the party mode's a great way of doing that. If it was just races where you and me and Chase and, like, a few others where we were like, okay, we can only run Z15s in this one, or we can only run Z6, you know, we can only run Z10s. But, you know, like it would be a fun, like little like group project. Like we would have fun with it and make it more of like a communal like poker game on the weekend with friends instead of us all having to be like serious, like race pros. Yeah. And it'll help get a lot more people involved in the game itself. And it'll help keep people interested. 
because that's when you'll start seeing like zed zed parties pop up yeah where where people just get a fucking you know like buy a few bottles throw a nice get some food have a nice little party throw and then all run their horses on the screen together all night like yeah everybody put five bucks in the pot yeah most most wins for the night wins the money yeah oh dude that's a see i was thinking everybody just puts five in and (laughs) winner take all in the race each each race because i'm like hey no so here's what you do each race is like like a 50 cent entry fee and then winner take all on those throughout the night but then you have the ten dollar like overall big one at the end i like that i like where your head's at where you almost have like a point system see that's the thing it's like there's there's just so many ways of doing this like i was telling you before we started recording how I want to get the survivor pool going. Um, oh, yeah. I was just on the Sports Gambling Podcast this last week doing a Pittsburgh Steelers uh, preview episode. I'm wearing a Steelers hat now. Big hey. fan. Um, but, like, dude, I was thinking, like, I love doing NFL survivor pools. So I'm trying to get this together and I'll have more on this soon. But I want to get a survivor pool going for Zed. Well, it'll basically be like every su- you register a horse for the season. And you basically, like, I, I think like, all they need to send is, like, like submit on the form would be like an email address, the horse number like a couple yeah. of key things and we'd be able to track that our, on our own pretty easy through hockey yeah, especially that horse name and all that and we could i mean just the horse number track of that just the yeah. horse no- yeah you just plug that in on hockey and you got it like yeah and that'd like, be pretty and be so fun to do but basically it's like we would have a 24-hour window like we do for the tournaments the same one so whatever time zone you're in it's that utc time five for, for me on the for us on the west coast it's five to five five to five um but like yeah you would have that 24-hour period for the horse you registered to get one first place finish and then you can move on and you move on to the next sunday and if you move on to the next and i would dude can you imagine if like it got to the point where like it ran on a next season that would be not i feel like that would end up happening there's gonna be people of like multiple people that enter that just had that horse and then you make it like so yeah dude seven percent win rate yeah no like because I'm already thinking, like, well, if you do it right, you downclass during the week. And then so that so you downclass all week. So Sunday, you're prime. And you, you try and use that pity yeah. point to really yeah. downclass. That's really smart. And then you just come into Saturday, like, your C1 racers all the way down in, like, the bottom of C4. If you can ready get to get that, that one win, yeah. you're good. So. I wish I could downclass my C1 down to C4. Dude, if I could get my C1 to C2, I'd be happy. <laughs> oh, that's how I am with one of them right now. I keep it's a sprinter and I ran it in I was running it in marathons this morning and I uh ran it in marathon I think I ran it in five marathons and I won two of them and it's like, "Are you kidding me?" I won two and then finished fourth in another. And it's like, "I'm never it's never coming out of C1 ever." Well, um, you know it's a great way to win. Um, are you thinking about joining WinBet? Because now is the perfect time for customers. You bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in their baseball games make them the best place to bet baseball. Blake's a big baseball guy, so he's a guy to talk baseball to. Baseball editor. He's the baseball editor over at SGPN. So, yeah, you want to take his advice on these bets. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, um, I don't want to call out any specific sports books by name here, but... um, have you heard of Odds Trader, Blake? I have, as a matter of fact. Dude, Odds Trader is pretty awesome. Um, I'm definitely, you know, you got to get in on this for this football season because it's a place where you can pair odds from all the major books. You can get the different sign-up codes and promos to make sure you're getting the best deal when you sign up. And it also provides statistics, stat, like player stats, game stats, injury reports, game day weather stuff. That's the stuff we need as gamblers here and uh hopefully they add track conditions to zed so you know we maybe they'll start at you know maybe odds trader will start adding some zed info on there as they uh add more pieces to the game um it also has a bet tracker so you can keep track of all your games betting activity you know keep an idea of your your stats over the season where you're strong where you're weak um that's always a good thing i always like to improve my weakness and uh just 
tank tank my strengths to the ground um just 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 out of spite it's like oh i'm good at something let's ruin it um but anyway uh they got all kinds of different stuff the live scores and bet tracking and so just make sure you go over to oddstrader.com slash blue wire that's oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets all right we're back um dude no i had six it's like okay remember how we were talking about my sunset boulevard i was like yeah. Right, if we're passing down variants, she will pass down variants. And so I bred her with my fucking Genesis. So she was a Z20 exclusive with a really high variance win and win rate. Yeah. And so I bred her with my Z7 Finney. Um, I'm like, all right, I think because she's basically a preference at 1400 and so on. So is he. Yeah. And yeah. Like I haven't won a race with this one yet, but it's flamed and, fin and almost every time and has like a 40% top three percentage and i haven't ran it that much so i know it's gonna win some pretty oh soon yeah here. oh yeah it's, it's, oh yeah it's flaming so much it's it's on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start i mean like i like to start out of discovery like with some wins but, but i did you... another one too with in between that new genesis yeah. i bought and then uh texas tycoon my lower one because since you took the better womb with crouchy dragon <laughs> i used the lower one with texas tycoon and this one's been flaming and podiuming at a very high rate too so far so I'm I'm sitting here going like man I think I'm two for two on this round so far and like yeah and the thing is I like doing these is I like breeding these to run them in the maiden because I realized the last time I did that it got trashed absolutely but what I did was I bred a solid eight nine percent winner that can actually grind it out in class five paid races. See that's really nice. I only have I have one horse right now that I'm comfortable running in paids. I just put it in a paid race when you were. On the ad break, <laughs> that's a <laughs> DJ Jose. <laughs> hey, out of its last five pages, it's got two wins in the second place. So yeah, no, not like... bad. But I have another horse that I bred that before I started tanking it this morning. It had like a twenty-one percent win rate in like seventy races, and I'm tanking it because it was up to C two and it can win, but I can't. I'm not comfortable running it in paids up there. I'm trying to get it to C four and run paids and see how it goes. Well, dude, um, what was this? Um, I showed you because uh, I showed you that spreadsheet. I mean, I shared that with you. Yeah. And so I'm working on some spreadsheets right now. We're going to try and be building these templates. So that'll be free to download at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So people can keep track of their shit the same way kind of I'm doing it. And I'm not saying I'm doing it the best way, but no one else is offering a free little fill it in yourself guide <laughs> so fuck off if you don't like it you don't need to talk shit if you want it it's gonna be there for you how about that motherfucker no <laughs> and it's free it's free yeah everybody likes free yeah but i uh I, me and kramer are both big spreadsheet guys and so i'm just kind of i've been doing i do them, doing them all summer for my fantasy drafts for all the best balls i do yeah and so then i was just thinking i was like you know what i might as well fucking start really doing these like right for zeb i was like and I just kept thinking in my head, well, how would I do them? And then I started thinking and elaborating, and I, I got to a certain point with it, you know. So yeah, and it turned out pretty damn good. Yeah, I shared it with you. Um, the hardest part was using the free Google Sheets uh, thing, and then being like, um, like, like trying to, because like, I color coded every horse name, connect all the colors, and I trying to make match the color to the horse color. Cause, dude, man, they're why do they have so many fucking shades of red and Zed? Just, just, just <laughs> narrow it down to like five. There doesn't need to be Cinnabar, Brickhouse, Crimson Tide. This fuck, like, I only have so many reds I can work with on there. And a lot of them are so similar too, dude. They're so close. Like, it's like I, there's sometimes I look at two horses. I'm like, wait, those two horses are a different color. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You're trolling me. <laughs> like they're not they're not different at all. Like I I have multiple I have two different green oh, ones, I swear to God. Someone try someone out there, uh show me the difference between China pink and Baker Miller pink. I dare you. I dare you <laughs> to have that astute of an eye. If you so you're some art school nerd and I like whatever then like I you, you're already invalidated. <laughs> Somebody's gonna hear this and take a screenshot of both on Twitter and be like, "How can you not tell the difference?" How can you? Yeah, you're such very an obviously idiot. different. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely take some backlash for this. Sorry, I, I just, you, you know, you just gotta let it rip sometimes. Like, I don't. China Rose, like, and there's another dude because I was trying to make that, and like, 
I went down the rabbit hole, and I'm gonna go work on it tonight because I'm gonna like go back and be like, I don't think I got a couple of those right. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> That's the way I do shit. Hey, you got the time. You got the time and the color wheel. You can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I need to figure out how to add more colors to my Google Sheets. I mean, it's like this is what I get for using free, like, free, <laughs> free shit. You know, I get it. I, I get it. You, you know? work with what you got. Yeah, but you know, I'm trying to make the best of it, but. I also put on like all the details of the horses and their best distance, best. And it, the second I did, I was like, "Oh wait, I I thought of breeding combos within my own stable that I'd never thought of." Yeah, which is really smart, actually. It's that, like it's the way you have it. How you have a uh, best distance preference in there, and you literally just put the one distance preference. Like you have horses that are good in like multiple, but like just putting the one that you're best in is so easy to pick good breeding pairs. Yeah. That way when you like 2,600, 2,600, boom, that'd be a good pair. Yeah. 1,600. Instead of just being like, like, oh, marathon or marathon or no, the two that are at 26, let's do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I've been doing with breeding and it's. And so I also added columns for base ability and variance, which um, we're. I know there's people out there that have created metrics for this already. I kind of want to create my own. And I I was pitching it to Blake before we started recording, and I think I'm onto something. With how, I, I'm not going to say it yet because I want to <laughs> test it and dial it in. Like, I'm going to actually use the scientific method on this one. But I think I'm onto something with this. Like, if, if I'm right with this, then, like, uh, the top ones with this thing will be, like, Breathless Edge, Billions, yeah. uh, Ready, Set, Boom, and all the top horses in the game. Like, yeah. Which is, it's nice to have, like, th- that's the control. You know that that's... Yeah, I know those that's those the, three. The I mean, and you could maybe add, like, three or four more that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head right now. But you yeah. could just say, like, those are the best ones. And so if those ones are showing a certain, like, tendency in your... When you're trying to create your own data, like, metrics, well, then you're on to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I've got a couple donkeys you can use for the other end. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. I definitely... Even it out. <laughs> so I had BG on last week, and he's coming out with Zandyland. Have you heard... Of, what he yeah, did. yeah. So, like, dude, um, he was saying he wants to do one where it's like you have to finish dead last uh, in like ten races in a row. That would be how hard impressive. Would that be? That, like, that's just as hard as winning. Like, uh, when just, I first started, that's just this, as hard as I, winning three out of ten. <laughs> when I first started playing Zed, there was a guy in the Zed Discord that was offering up free horses for new people. So, of course, I was like, oh hell yeah, I'll take a free horse. And he sent it to me and said, it's kind of bad, but whatever, it's a free horse. So I was okay with it. One, he screwed me because he put it into the fucking stud barn for like a week and then sent it to me. I, so it was, uh, that happened when I won a horse and I've covered that <laughs> at length. Uh, yeah, I read, I ran it nine times. I finished 12th, eight times and 11th once and said, no, I'm good. No. Dude. I think I, I sold it for like 0.0003. So whoever owns that horse. You're welcome. So I have a, I was like, I have a horse that I think might, and there's a reason why I've hung on to this one because I'm like, I think it might be the worst horse in the game. <laughs> like, I, I think I might own the worst horse in the game, which it's almost as, to me, it's as impressive, impressive. as is owning the best horse in the game <laughs> because there's only one of each. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so on my spreadsheet for this one, I just put everything at 1600 meters. I don't even bother to put anything. I just put eight, like just the middle. Like, it, it doesn't have a preference. It sucks no matter what. <laughs> it sucks it's in any awful. Like it's not gonna all like but I didn't it was it was a Z two sixty eight I bought for the first Z two sixty eight tournament. Yeah. It was available for like five, six bucks, and I was like, I just want to oh, have yeah. something to run in this. And yeah. it was also it was unnamed. So I <laughs> I gave it a funny name where I named it Kibble and Wet Food. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so I got the name Kibble and Wet Food, and it might be the worst horse in the game, which makes me laugh even harder. <laughs> and I was like, I think this thing might have a chance to fucking like, to, like, like I'm gonna I'm, go down in history. I'm looking it up on Haku right now. Like, dude, I'm gonna go over its last few. Ra- like, let's. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's had a ten run streak of ten race streak. Twelve. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, if it finishes ninth. I'm like, oh my god, those must be high variance horses that real, <laughs> like it's it just it's really hard to fucking lose to this. Like, it's probably somehow still in class three. Well, and it's kind of nice because it's in class five. Yeah, it's in class <laughs> five. I don't know how it's not 
How is that not in the worst class possible? It's class yeah. five fours. But like, like to me, it's like uh, just have multiple stables. Sometimes when I have another horse in a class five race, I'll be like, I'm gonna throw it in there just to see how good this one is. It's like my barometer. Cause I'm like, <laughs> how much does it finish above this one? Like, like a, cause it better blow it out. That's all. Like, better be good, like good comparison. Yeah. So you know, it's a fun way of doing like. Honestly, like I kind of love like I always say like you know like the Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns teams that 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 went zero and sixteen. Yeah, they were still perfect records. Yeah, I, yeah. Some might say that's harder than than going. I, I think I you know now. Yeah, I mean now it'd be seventeen games, but like yeah, it's like like it's it's so hard. Like you see it all the time in college football. Yeah, it's hard for like like, no matter how bad like Duke gets some years or whatever. Yeah, they they win like three games. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they dude. You, you would think a K, okay, like the first two horses I bought were Fast Brown Horse and CV Franchise Fast, and like it was like a two sixty eight and like a one thirty one twenty nine, and I was like, oh, that one's got a Genesis or a. Nakamoto grandfather, he's probably good. I'm like, no, they these, and then I saw Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard became available. Like, wait, this is affordable and this looks decent. And it was. And if it wasn't for Sunset Boulevard, I probably would not be here right now. Like that, that (laughs) kept me in the game for sure. Saved everything. Yeah, where I was like, oh, well, and I just wanted to make sure I could transfer the the East and and wrap it and like it was like, because like when I did it, it was it was. I think it's they made it easier now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm looking up kibble and wet food. Blake, this is let's gonna, hear it. This is gonna be like a fucking Geraldo opening Al Capone's vault, but he actually <laughs> finds something this time. It's not just a bunch of old fucking cocktail napkins from a speakeasy in 1928. Okay, Kibble and Wet Food, owned by my stable SNB Ranch, which is a part of my overall package of the Consolidated Digital Equestrian. Uh, Yes, I try to make it sound like a mafia garbage hauling racket. I'm always going to say that. You got to put your pinky up when you say the name. Hey, uh, I'm going to get a pinky <laughs> ring because I got a nice watch already. I mean, you a... live in Vegas. You might as well. Yeah. I... No, well, here's the thing. Is I'm... I need to get a pinky ring. I'm not much of a jewelry guy. I wear watches, but that's it. I'm not much of a... Like, I don't wear bracelets or necklaces. That's for damn sure. But maybe... <laughs> I think I might get a pinky ring. And I need, cause I need to get a new suit because uh, I'm going to a uh, good friend of the show or good in the network, Justin Decker. I'm going to his wedding in October, and it, it'll be a lot of fun to show up as like Johnny Sack from The Sopranos, looking as possible. Like, <laughs> please do it. Okay, okay. So here's the last runs of I've, dude. See, no, it is hard to go 12 in a row because this horse is bad. Okay, 12, 10, 9, 12, 12, 10, 12, 11, 12, 11, 11, 9. 11, 12, 12, 12, 11, 12, 12, 12, 9. See, I, I can't. Dude, there's a shot with this one to be. I mean, this one is bad. 9, 11, 11, 12, 12, 12, 12, 11, 12, 12. Can so, you enter that in some of the paid races I run? What's that? <laughs> can you enter that in some of the paid races I run? Dude. So then I'm at least not finishing may, dead last. I should make that horse like William H. Macy in, in uh, the, the cooler. <laughs> it's like just start running it against the best horses in that class every time i get a chance to just to fucking like just just to be the asshole like the jinx like, like oh. it. <laughs> well because you've heard about how they're, they're, oh, you know i need to do the next ad all right hey so you know about run your pool right oh yeah the home of competition bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete connect and make every game matter and more Run Your Pool offers every type of game under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. We've talked about Survivor Pools already here. We're going to do our own. And, dude, we could figure out a pick. Dude, there's a lot of ways we can incorporate NFL-type contests into Zed. I, and oh, yeah. we should do this at Run Your Pool. Uh, <laughs> we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host. To, to, and they're hosting our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter. And there's some amazing prizes that will be announced soon. Hop in and reserve your spot. So you just got to get over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And, yeah, we're hooking you up. And, yeah, hopefully we'll have survive, like Zed Survivor slash Zed Survivor for that one soon. All right. 
Sleeper We're gonna is, make that happen. Yeah, dude. You know, like, hey, if you fucking you in one ear, me in the other. See? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So now we got Sleeper, which is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. Um, you probably played on there. You know, I have. Oh um, yeah, every year. Yep. Uh, they just passed four million users, and now you can win on. I think Zed has more than that, which is pretty impressive. No, yeah, Zed it is. is. No, I don't think Zed has one. Yeah, we got like 500,000 horses or something. Yeah, no. There's, and a lot of us have like a shitload of horses. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can win on Sleeper and play their new over-under game. First, in any sport, you choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Uh, the, what I love about the, this shit with the over under on sleeper is that we can it's the only one where we can like i can join your like our con- we can all like with the sgpn thing we can all join our our contest and play together it's got the group chat so like blake's baseball picks tomorrow i can copy and paste pop those into my own be like yeah for some reason i'm on this guy for over two and a half hits and like <laughs> bam 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 it's a lot of fun so on your mobile phone join our listener group on sleeper dot on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleeper terms of use for details. All right. So I kind of, uh, that one ran late. So <laughs> we got to do no the worries. next one pretty soon, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we were in a rhythm. We were talking, we were, we were uh-huh. driving, we we're going, but so one thing is, the the lottery aspect of breeding it doesn't look like it's going to come back per se but i i think they understand what they need to do with that and what i mean by that is if you're the old the breeding 1.0 formula from what i've seen is you would it was basically base ability from the parents was kind of the one thing that was passed down yeah distance preference and variance were kind of completely randomized yeah Whereas in the new version, the breeding 2.0 that we've been using for the last few months is the one that we know the most. Yeah. Is you really need to hammer distance preference in addition to base ability. And then, and the variance is passed down as well. I see. I always thought the variance is always going to be very, but it seems like the variance is going to go back to being more random because I, that's, I think that's how it's got to be. I think so too. Otherwise, like I have a horse that has, I think it's 87 variants. It should be randomized because otherwise I can just keep like that. I've bred two incredible horses with that with super high variance because it's just I just keep. Is it a, that high it's variance. a Philly though, right? It's yeah, a uh, uh, yeah, it's a Philly. I don't know. Uh, oh, let me look right now. Is it? A, uh, if it's a dude because I have an eighty-five mare variance. And it's if, a. It's a mare. See, see, here's what we. There's. Uh, See, it's too, it's too much to figure out how to like, like, cause like, dude, if if we both had a high variance, if I had a high variance dude, you had a high variance chick, man, we would be smashing right now. I actually had, I mean, our Discord for SGPN is awesome. If you're not part of it, come join. Uh, the Zed Discord has actually been very helpful to me as well. I do a lot of breeding. It's mostly so I us. Tend to- <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, uh, what's his name? Phantom Fury, I told him I'd shout him out because he helped me out big time today. Uh, he uses uh, Zed, the like the Zedge tool, and he hit me up and sent me my entire stables worth of numbers. That's earlier. awesome. Yeah, and so I kind of got to look through and see everything, not just Buterins, and I have some pretty, pretty damn sweet horses. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I, 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 here's another thing. Let me let me just go over some of the points real quick from that interview because. Uh, uh, I really Diamond Hands uh, Twitter account. Follow them, fucking amazing. It's like the arbitrage and like di- like they kind of or the Donkey Teeth account. It's Diamond Hands and arbitrage raising kind of. Uh, they really got this right with like so from this Dan Chan interview. One is the horse progression that we've already talked about. Um, but it's like there's there's ways you can make them. There's gonna be more ways you can make them better going forward, which I think is incredible because it's like I love that. Like, yeah, I want to be known as a guy who gets the most out of his players. Like, I, I do that yeah. in real life as a coach. Why wouldn't I do that <laughs> in the metaverse? 
Um, Especially with all the time and effort you put in, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I, dude, if you're putting fucking an extra 60 hours a week into this game, <laughs> you should have something to show for it at the end besides some Zed token. Exactly. <laughs> no, but, um, so one thing that they went, um, and I'm quoting this Twitter, this tweet here, but, uh, Genesis, regarding Genesis value, they're still seen as the building blocks of the game. Utility will come piecemeal to all Genesis horses. A focus is will be placed on how to boost Genesis value compared to bred horses in every aspect of the game as it's built out. So I feel like Gen I've been saying this for a while that while everybody else is kind of loading up on the, the best racers of MASH and just get better racers yeah, and, and tearing it up. I was going the I was zigging or zagging and just kind of going with the best cheap Genesis I can get or the cheapest Genesis that I can get yeah. for during that. Cause I kept feeling thinking like there are only going to be so many of these like, yeah. Like at the end of the day, in like two years, I'll be able to buy the best legendaries still. Exactly. Like Genesis value is only going to go up at a certain point. When yeah, only... so didn't you didn't you say you have a Z7 Finny? I have a Z7 Finny, yeah. Yeah, that's they're not making any more of those. They're not just going to rent. I mean, knock on wood. They're not just going to randomly airdrop another ten thousand Z7. I have Finny a Genesis. Z7 Finny and then four Z8 Buterus. Yeah, those are. I mean. This is your Z15s right there. I'm trying to get to 36 Genesis and, and all all Finny and Buterans. And I'm just going to go the, the cheap. Like, and at a, I, for the first nine, I'm going with the best ones I can get my hands on. Or the first ones, I just went with the cheapest ones I can get my hands on. And yeah. then the, the last two, I've kind of gone for the better ones um, that I can get. But I'm, I want to get a couple more and then I want to fill out. But basically, I'm trying to get like a Finny or Buteran, whatever I can afford. Um, a male in all nine with a distance preference a high in all Everyone. nine ones and then three females in all nine ones so it'd be 36 total Oof. and right now i'm just trying to get three three stallions a mid-range you know like i'm building you know, yeah. start small <laughs> and then build it out but long term if i keep if i keep like just you know investing what i can put in and, and doing this and like Making deals and hey, if you hey, by the way, I have Zed coin available like that I will spend on Buter on Genesis right now. So if you have some like Z ten, Z nine, Z eight Buterans, let me know. I, I I might be in on these, you know. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I, my idea is I want to get to the point where if I want to do a month of breeding twenty six hundred horses, I can take that sell twenty six hundred stallion, the three twenty six hundred mares, and pop three out that month and see what I get. That's such a good idea. And that's something that you could just do over time too. So that's not like an un, unattainable goal. Like no, you can especially you can if actually do that. Genesis uh Buter and say around like the Z nines and Z tens and say around the floor. Yeah. Cause I feel like you have to have utility with Genesis and breeding. It's the to make unlimited breeding just can't be enough. And, yeah. and Genesis males, I think I'm starting to realize how much more value they might hold than I realize just because they maintain the line. Yeah. Whereas that's what I have. I have one Genesis. But like, dude, I okay. I was thinking about this for I mean, we're talking breeding here. I was thinking about this for like when we're breeding out like crosses and pacers for those tourneys. Yeah. Well, you can only get a pro a pacer by breeding two cross. The same way you can only get a legendary by breeding two Genesis. Yeah. And so they've obviously made it like they obviously bookend things when they build stuff. We've seen this with di distance preference and tank preference, mm -hmm. where it's like if you're really good at a thousand, you'll probably suck at twenty six hundred. I mean, it's just yeah. and that makes sense. If you're a spinner, you probably are, yeah, like, <laughs> like, dude, you're like, not like, out here running my, like yeah. laps and laps. Like, let's not like oh they tried to cheat us. Oh, them <laughs> kids at the roller coaster trying to cheat us again. Damn Scooby Doo <laughs> ending. No, like it's it's like yeah that makes sense, but like. If you if you're gonna start if we're really gonna start getting into this stuff like then let's start like to me I want to start breeding where I match the distance preference and take preference when I when I breed yeah like really That's, dial that in I like that I hadn't I mean I have my little formula that I've been doing for breeding and I haven't taken tank preference into account yeah you got the wheels spinning now yeah you get that down i, I just thought of this yeah. last night when i was making the spread when i was <laughs> making that spreadsheet that i say i i think i'm gonna find a way 
I'm gonna yeah, try like, that okay, so a few, a few months, a couple months ago, I bought two Z7 Sabo Legendaries that I could tell were struggling, like, class two, class three, like, back and forth. Yeah. So their numbers are horrible. But I'm like, there's something there with these. And the, the, both are unbred. When I built my sheet, that, that was the first thing I noticed is, oh, my God, they have the same distance preference and the same tank preference. I feel like you got to do it. Yeah, make the Zabo Z14 exclusive. Hell, yeah. And it's, a, and it's a mid, and it's a mid ranger too, which I've noticed. Like if you're paying, and I want to do a tourney episode next week because I've been working on a tourney spreadsheet too. So I want to share what I've been in the stuff. Captain for that. spreadsheet. Yeah. Um. But one thing I first off, they're the only two horses that have won money for me in tournaments where they've both finished third in a fucking quarterfinal. <laughs> hey, that's in the money. That's that's huge. The fact that they can compete with the big boys when they get there. Yeah, but they're mid-range runners, and mid-range runners um, in tournaments need a lower score. To, uh, th- this is something I will yeah. set my fucking watch to, dude. They, they, you need a much higher score on the in the marathon and sprinter categories than you do in the mid-range. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot easier to breed for the more extreme distant preferences. Like I can, I can breed a thousand meter runner. I can, I can breed a twenty-six hundred meter. Yeah runner but trying to breed like this horse is very good in the 1800 for me at least that's i haven't been able to figure it out and well, i now i think it's because most horses that are good in the mid-range are ones that just don't have a high distance preference yeah they have a decent enough base ability to make it work but i mean this is yeah. something that we definitely need to look into more and more because like yeah what makes a good mid-range runner that's the easiest way to qualify into a fucking tournament yeah like, it's <laughs> like, significantly it's, easier it's significant yeah so it's like what like to me, like that's kind of what I'm starting to gear my operation towards is I need to find mid range Genesis. <laughs> yes. Do like, that because I have if if you do, my one Genesis that I have, uh I don't know. I, I bought it in what, only dude, What's your high variance one at? Is that a sprinter? Uh the high variance one is yeah. It's good in the okay. Well, then I have a Z, I have that Z7 Finney Genesis. I can breed into that, and make it a decent one. Do it. So, I've been rewatching The Wire. I'm gonna really take this off the tracks. Let's go. I prepared for it. I've, I've been rewatching The Wire, and you know how they came up with the New Day co op where they all yeah. sit around at the Holiday Inn and, and sell heroin together? That's <laughs> yeah. what we all need to do with our horses. So, if you're listening to this and you want to join the New Day horse co op, hit me up. <laughs> You hit, want to sit around and sell up. horse heroin together? Me and Blake are in with the horse heroin already. And the idea is like, hey, let's help each other out. Like, I'll I'll sell you like I did this with Blake recently. I sold you a womb super cheap and you got a decent horse out of it. Yeah. I did. I did. Uh uh Hidden Tiger. Yeah. You know, crouching dragon. Yeah, so hidden basically, tiger. hey, if you join the co-op, I'll do my wombs at point oh one for my Genesis horses, and then I'll I'll give you like I don't know, like 15, 20% back on any said fee that you pay off me. And we do this. We, hey, we keep our costs low with each other. I think that's what we need to do to fight the powers that be at the top. That's a good way to do it. If we're all helping each other out by shaving little costs here and there and making it more like if Blake and I just team up to breed more and more together with like these cheap Genesis wombs or whatever we got going, we can consistently shave the cost down of what it costs us to do this long term. And we're only going to get more horses out a year. There's only more chances we have of making something awesome. Exactly. And then and and the second we create I something like awesome that. with what we have in the co-op, well, then guess what? We know we have that, that ability <laughs> to do that again. Like Exactly. Just recreate the magic over and over and over. Yep. So like yeah, so like I made Melrose Avenue there with Sunset Boulevard, my awesome Avenger, my Z7, and dude, it used that, that high variance horse that really had no preference but was winning highest at 14, yeah. 1400. Yeah. Oh yeah, my Z7 Finney Genesis happens to be a fourteen hundred preference. Let's mash that. Like, is that? Uh, I mean, talking business here, is that Z7 Finney? Is that male or female? Male. We might need to do some business. Yeah, he's got, I got he's, a four. I got a fourteen hundred. I think he's practice. got either two or one stud left open this month, on, on, and, and I think it resets in a week or two too. So yeah, 
So yeah, if you want to pound him, he's got some <laughs> pounding to do. I mean, I don't want to pound him, but I think I know a horse that does. You know a horse that might. You know, <laughs> I know a girl around the block. All right, um, hold on. I, I still forgot about. You know who? We, when you're talking about all this horse sex, you really need to be protected, and you need IP vanish. Um, <laughs> that's the best segue for an ad. Of all that's time. incredible. Um. <laughs> See, that's that's how you know I hosted comedy, like stand-up shows for like 10 years, is that I can pull off a segue like that. Um, that was incredible. Did you know that browsing online using Incognito doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, and your ISP to prying eyes. That's why me and Blake both use IP Vanish. Keep, say, truly private and secure on the internet. Like, God forbid, we need to keep this episode private and secure, even though we're going to release it publicly to... <laughs> However many thousands, hundreds of people, eh, we're not in the thousands yet, but we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that all your private details, passwords, uh, communications, browsing history, horses, and more will be sh shielded from falling in the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden. Um, it makes you invisible online. That's all I got to say. It's pretty easy. You can go on to IP Vanish with unlimited de uh, devices without sacrificing your speed, your computer, tablet, phone, even your fire stick so when you're streaming weird porn on your TV when the wife's out of town. Uh, whether you're at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. Super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy, especially bad horses. Take your privacy back today with the brand, brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use our promo code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Bam. Oh, you know, I, I'm I'm a maestro here with these ad reads at this point. Like, you know, I was real timid with these at first because, like, I, you know, my old show, Luck Stops Here, I just had the one I would do at the beginning, and, and then I would do it halfway through and just try and make it, like, a 15-minute bit where I'd make fun of the sponsor. And turns out that's not how you do it. <laughs> turns out they don't like that. <laughs> actually, you know, actually, I got more sign-ups from – because it's like it's all – I only got paid per sign-up. I got more oh. sign-ups trashing them. <laughs> than I did like <laughs> trying to sell them people on it because like, I would trash them and be like hey dude but I actually do use it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks but I kind of like and, it so. and trust me the sponsor I used to trash and all that is is not one I just mentioned at all in this one I just want everyone to know that yeah. <laughs> so now that he likes the sponsors we have for this one I know um, but okay so yes I mentioned that uh, the Genesis value thing so yeah, getting Genesis horses right now, laying groundwork for the future. I think all of us should be doing that. I really do. Even if you see a Z10 donkey and it's only, if it's going for a hundred bucks, fucking do it. Because I've seen some go as low as like 75 bucks lately. Yeah, I've bought mine for, I think mine was uh, 85 or 90. Yeah, yeah. And it's a solid cheap. one. Yeah. It's really cheap. Yeah. And you'll be able to breathe that over and over and over again for the entire time of the game. And I, I mean that's my plan. To, and and like uh, to me, I I think there there you can't say enough about being able to breed legendaries. Yeah, Bred, legend. It's hard to be able to produce legendaries out of your stable. So it's like the it, you can start dialing in that DP and base ability, because if you can really get that good legendary, let's say, I could afford to buy a decent legend like Zabo or Nakamoto legendary, right? Yeah, I I can afford that with a high. And then I can mash those into the legendaries I'm already breeding. Yeah. Kind of pass that bloodline down. Yeah. And start, and start like, and that's where like, I really want to start. focusing. that's why I made that spreadsheet is because I looked at, it's like, okay, I'm going to, I, I need to get to where I want to be in the short term for my Genesis like ability. But then from there, it's like, well, automatically I'll be having more legendaries and I'll be able to yeah. breed more at that level. So it's like, I do need to acquire more outside blood at the legendary level to be able to breed exclusives with what I'm producing with outside stuff and then That's acquire smart. good exclusives. But what I'm, what I'm starting to see is like maybe you can start buying the best of the best at the elite level because not a lot of people want that. 
Yeah. And some then, of my best horses are elites too, and or then, have been. Yeah, it's same here. I've I have some very good elites. And like now we're talking into getting the crosses going. And when we get good a, a collection of good crosses, now we can fucking start like maestroing those pacer tournaments. Yeah. Because like in a pacer tournament or a cross tournament, I think like that's one of our few chances like as like everyday players where we can get a descendant of billions worked into that bloodline somewhere on one of those. I have a grandson of billions see, that we could use to make that happen. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cause like it, it, at certain points, like, okay, well we know we can get the, like, get it. Yeah. So like that dude, like we, need I think a, he's an elite too. Dude. So yeah, we get a cross. Cause I, I think it's all about loading up. Like, for, cause there's, it looks like there's gonna be more and more pacer events. Yeah, and the only way you get pacers is crosses. Those. So we need to get we need to up our cross production. So I think the way we get crosses, by the way, is we mash elite males with Genesis females. I like that because then you got a pretty sturdy bloodline. Well, because I yeah, because like I'm starting to think like. You want to be, it's always like you want to be as close to Genesis as possible with the horse. Yeah. And like, okay, yeah, by default, Cross is further away from Genesis, but technically it could, if you're flip flopping, like you can almost flip flop with the grandparents and inbreed them, if that makes any sense, and get it yeah. down. I mean, if it makes the cross, that's all that matters. Yeah. And because you make the crosses to make the pacers. Yeah. And then eventually, I kind of want to mess around with this. And eventually, and it's cheaper to breed at this level too. Yeah. And eventually, we can like figure out where we just pop. Like, we how do we get to Z two sixty eight? At a certain point, it's like okay, we have all this like cross math. How do we get this to two sixty eight? I feel I like you do that. Cause... Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I want to do that because I have this. Uh, oh, it's an exclusive, not an elite. But I would love to find a way because I have that. I have one cross and it has a Z2 legendary knack uh, dad, I think it is. I want to find a way to take. It's like an elite this, mother. <laughs> yeah. And I want to find a way to take this uh, exclusive, like, grandson of billions that I have and work that down and just end up with a horse that's got a great, great Whoa. granddad of billions. I mean, it's. But it's when I get that far down the bloodline, it's not really gonna matter. But it'll sound cool to me when I do it. No, dude, I, I will, I will. We will go through the resources of consolidated digital equestrian <laughs> and find <laughs> the grandson of billions proper Pick parents. We'll, we'll figure. <laughs> I have something that will work with that, guaranteed. We'll um, make it happen. All right. So one more thing I wanted to cover before we get out of here is: Did you see and? I think it's Beck over at uh, or Becca or Beck, but over at Zed Run, um, they are. And let me pull this up. But they are doing some cool stuff where there's gonna be like a full on Zed. Like uh, they're they're looking for people for a new class system update and the progression feature. They're looking for people for focus groups. Ooh, I I'm in on that. I cool. I went in. You just gotta go on like the through the Google link and like you submit your email and stuff and like register and i'm hoping i get in on that but i want to make sure everybody like i retweeted it from the at zed podcast account the other day i'll retweet it again uh right now after the show and stuff but i want to make sure all everybody like let's all do this because like i know a lot of you listeners have agreed with us on, on on social media about the class system i like you know like that's the one thing we can fix. And personally, I think it should be like 18 classes. I think that would solve yeah. everything. If you, if you, and hear me out, 18 classes, but you can always raise a class up or a class down of what you're in. I like that. So if you're in class six, you can raise in class seven still. Yeah. I like that. You'll end up with the people that are in like class one, uh, but even if you make it. All so we're class basically two, like class creating two. like six, like three class subsections almost, but like, it's a I think it's a good way of doing it. And but I mean also like I don't think free races should count in the class structure. I don't either. Especially because like, like I, I run a few I buy let's say I buy I dude, this just happened to me this week. I bought a new Nakamoto Z six fucking exclusive. I was like, Oh, he looks great. I can't wait to run this little colt. No one's bred with him. I got like 
I'm gonna make some elites with him, right? Hell yeah. And he he's a beast. I can't find a tank distance in class two. He he's won it mid range. He's he finished first at every like not every distance yet, but like every funnel for sure. You know, he's yeah. He's good. And he's, he's considered to be a marathoner, but like I don't know, I'm I'm seeing so much potential at fourteen hundred for him that it's just like whoa. But hell yeah. It's one of those on. where it's like I got it my door real quick. Hold on. All right. Blake's gonna go get the door. I'm gonna, you know, keep talking about this horse. It's like this horse, you know, he uh he he creates like he creates a level of confidence in me I don't have in other horses. And I and it's something it's amazing to have that in the stable now, especially like uh, like I'm saying, like, all right, now I wanna mash him with one of my exclusive or my Genesis females. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm, I might really have something with that like Z14 Buter and exclusive that has this crazy Nakamoto blood built into it on one half of the line, if that makes any sense. And it's just a Genesis Buterin on the other side. There's not a lot of Buterin blood there, just that that Genesis mother. But you know, like, what? Well. What do I do though? You know, do do I do it that way, or do I just keep building it out? It's 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 a complicated process, but you know, he's gonna be back any second from answering the door, um, and we're gonna wrap this episode up. But like, I think he had like a key delivery for the wife or girlfriend or whatever, and you know, hey, we've all been there, right? We've all like, oh, just make sure you answer the door for this thing. And I guarantee you we've all fucked that up. I know I have multiple times. It's something we all do. It's in our DNA. Um, when our, it's my new golf club being delivered. Yeah, I'm on that. But, like, you know, other people's shit, I, 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 you know, I don't really care about as much. Yeah, so, you know, when, you know, anyway, uh, Blake, you're back now. <laughs> I am back. I am oh back. man. So yeah. Uh as we wrap this up though, um, I hope like we kind of help paint the picture. Because I do think breeding so abstract. This wasn't a linear episode. I think I felt it needed to be a little bit more abstract because you need to think like that with breeding. You really do. Yeah. Like like I was saying about oh, mash fucking the like the like what 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 was the one that blew your <laughs> what the the well, no, like, I always say make it a power version of the breed. So if you're yes. making, so to me, like, there's legendaries, right? And two legendaries make an exclusive. Yeah. But a legendary, you can't make a legendary with a Genesis and a legendary. You can only make it with two Genesis. With two Genesis. So yeah. I, it's always what I call a super exclusive. But then by What's that it? logic... Like, so uh, a Genesis parent and then a legendary parent. Yeah. To get an exclusive, bam, you only have three uh, three Genesis for, the, like, that entire horse's bloodline. Yeah. It's all coming from those three horses kind of thing. And, like, I feel like you want to do that as much as possible when you give them the chance. So when you're going to the exclusive, but, like, when you want to breed an elite, well, yeah, like, you have a couple ways of doing that. Do you breed the legendary to the exclusive to get the elite? Or do you breed like the exclusive male to the Genesis female to get that elite? I think that's what I did today, actually, with the the horse that I bred. I did the I did the what well, I, I did the Genesis male. Yeah, so you just carried whatever line it was. Yeah. So or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Home. Like so, like same thing. Like if we take that amazing male elite right breed him to a genesis female now we should we'll get across yeah and like and like and like i think the quicker the more we work that down the more we're going to be able to figure out these pace returnies and stuff and like and also by whittling it the way that i think the more likely we're end up with a middle distance preference which is the easier funnel to qualify in and it's Amazing that you're bringing up the middle distance preference because I've been thinking about that so much today. And I was talking with that guy that I dealt with uh, for my breeding today from Discord. We were talking about different distance preferences and things. And the horse that I bred today, the female, it's a Z6 neck. And I thought 
that it's a sprinter, which I mean, it does really, really well in in sprints. But he was looking on, uh, he was a Z sim, which I, it's an analytics that I've never used before. Uh, and he was saying that the, the numbers actually pointed at being a better mid distance. And I've got to go try that out. And- yeah, I, I honestly believe when you acquire a horse, you should immediately take your first like 30, 40 races and try and evenly distribute them between every distance funnel. Yeah. Like, fuck whoever ran it before you. You don't know what those stats are. Because we'll get into this on the tournament episode next week. But, like, for example, when you run your horse during the pity point, those are fucked up stats. Do not trust any pity point stats. Like, because, like, I don't run the pity point with my horses at their best distance to win. I run them at the distance to finish second through six. Yep. That's smart. And that's why you had so many qualifiers. That's why I have a lot of qualifiers on <laughs> the pity point. But the thing is, it's like, yeah. So it's like, if you're just like every week during the pity point, you're getting all your wins with your horses, dude, like you might just be going against fields that are like, kind of like, like, I want to call it like a sideways tank. Exactly. That's, that's what's made ta- like regular tanking for me so hard at some points too, is because I, I have I, I have so many horses, I have so many horses that finish second at their tank distance too much. And yeah, it, I, I, I realize I have that's, not, that's not their tank distance, but no, it is because yeah, the they, percentage of them finishing seventh through twelfth is insanely high there. <laughs> but it's yeah. just, when they do it, they they won't win there, but they'll finish second or third occasionally, and it'll really piss me off. Just screw everything up, especially with how the classes are set up now. To where like I spent all day tanking one of my horses, and then it wins a race in a tank distance and all of a sudden it's like he raced all my tanking progress yeah that i've been making yeah and you're back in the class yeah dude it's the worst yeah i just gave up when that happened it was like it was a it was a horse i had in c2 i was trying to take it to c4 and i feel I finally like, got it down to c3 no, like and won some, and went back to c2 I, that's why i think like like party mode just to close it out on this i think party mode is going to rule so hard where when, when we just like all right guys we're going to do a z11 race yeah, you can only enter Z11s. That's it. And how how do we all get that. there? Whatever. Do you buy a Z11? Or I mean, I have a, I have a, I have a seven and a four. I can mash. You know, I I have a few combinations I can make that work. I have a six yeah. and a five. I have, yeah. I, you know, like, I have. I don't have any fives. I got a couple sixes. <laughs> oh, but all right. I think that's a. I think we've covered everything on this one. Um, it, it's it's so exciting. I think it's a really exciting time to be a part of Zed right now. Um, I think there's a lot of positive progress. The token drop definitely brought some outside interest from the crypto community at large, which I think only helps the game. Um, and there's more more people on board. And, you know, I'll say this. Um, the next few months, because I know the game's going to be, like, based on that, like, the, the stuff I'm hearing, the stuff, the stuff that's coming out of the Zed camp, I'm bullish on this. Let's all make it our goal to every every one of us listening to this. Let's all try and onboard a new friend. And if that just means get them to set up a MetaMask wallet and then send them a free horse, let's all do it. Let's all get more people in the game. The more we do this, the more we're going to have fun. And the more we, more we have fun, the, the better our lives are. You know, Anything you want to add to that, Blake? I think that's an excellent idea because sometimes all it takes is one, one horse. I did. One. It, the excitement of even just like coming close to winning it's like fun. you got the horse that's in there right at the end and it's kind of a flat finish everybody and then well, at the same time it's exciting i think that's why the visual representation is way different than what actually ends up happening because it's like yeah make everyone feel like everyone that's watching make it feel like they're, they have a chance at it yeah <laughs> yeah instead of just oh damn just my get blown out of the gate yeah you don't yeah. want that <laughs> all right blake where can people find you on twitter and stuff uh, find me on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. Talking Zed stuff, baseball, all kinds of, all kinds hey, of yeah, stuff. You're the editor for the for our network here at the SGPN yes, sir. At, for the baseball stuff. Um, and you're doing a great job over there. I love what I uh, when I do, you know, I I used to be the biggest baseball fan on the planet, and the last couple like I, last few years, I'm just like, oh God, are you kidding me with this again? Like. <laughs> Like it just becomes, 
So yeah, but like I'm about to care about baseball again because we're getting close to the pennant race season, and and uh, I love that shit, and I love the playoffs. So like, like I I will live or ride or die with baseball playoffs. But like, it's like oh god, how do you But it's like I think that as I just run horses all day every day, for an entire year or whatever, and at the same time like I'm also like doing fantasy football like best ball drafts in march like when people <laughs> would be drafting their baseball drafts i'm already doing best best ball all football. in on football all in baby yeah. you know what it's at a certain point you go with what you know the best and that's how you earn your side hustle money so and for and most of that's the, me with baseball and like for the most part with like my fantasy football stuff it's like i do shit loads of best balls right yeah like and I do like a bunch of tournament entries and I do all these like high stakes ones and stuff. At the end of the day, I'm just looking to like get back 50% of what I put in. Yeah. It makes it all worth it. <laughs> I have a negative 50% ROI on fantasy football. I had an amazing year. Yeah. Especially with all those damn leagues you're in. Oh dude. Well, I mean a lot of it's tournament entries. So I'm just paying a lot. Of, I'm paying like 35 to 125 to 350 to $2,000 lotto tickets essentially. Oof. I meant to make a bet on football. Well, the, the, once I get past the $125 stuff, that's when I take on partners. Smart. Smart. So, yeah. I, you know, I keep a spreadsheet for it. It's like a portfolio. And I have every, like, <laughs> and you know, when I first started doing it, I was like, this is so stupid. But now when I look at it when I'm doing a draft, because I'm like, oh, shit, you already have this guy in, like, way too many lineups. Yeah. If, if it comes down to it, get the other guy on his team. Yeah, if if you like that situation so much, have some exposure to the other side of it. Like that's smart. That's really smart. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff I try and do. And you can find uh, my kind of fantasy football insight like this over at my other podcast called The Luck Stops Here. Uh, my brother and I lately we just broke down tight ends. We're going to be doing the wide receivers this week. But by the time uh, we get to like towards the end of preseason, we'll have done every position and give you our rankings and our sleepers and uh, draft strategies. So check that stuff out and. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do a bunch of contests here because, like, like, dude, just if head-to-head comes in, imagine us doing, like, like a 2,000-horse March Madness bracket. That would be insane. Oh, that would be so – Or distance and, I mean, you're good at spreadsheets. You can you – and, and, and we randomly assign distance preference each one, too, just to get more upsets. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be, that's gonna be March Madness. We're, we're, we got to do the Survivor first, and then we get, the, and then they come up with head to head, and then we create the craziest March Madness style bracket. We're like, it's like eleven rounds. Hell yeah! And you got like get, where your head's at. Yeah, you know, I'm in the right place. So I and hopefully, <laughs> if you like where my head's at, you follow us on Twitter at Zed Podcast, on Instagram at Zed Gambling Podcast, and make sure you check out all the stuff Blake and I write. Over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Anything else you want to add here? I think that's all I got. All right, buddy. Well, then, I love you all, and I can't wait to be back next week with more fun Zed content. See you, everybody. Love you.